This is Dr. Holly Lucille's Mindful Medicine. Here's Dr. Holly Lucille. Hi there, mindful listeners. Really appreciate you spending part of your day with us. Um, once again, here we go. We're going to be talking about living with chronic pain, treating chronic pain. But guess what? Not in the way that gets you in trouble with a slippery slope of other issues with medications, but non-invasive therapy. I want to introduce to you my guest, Brendan Lundberg. <clears throat> he is a previous chronic pain sufferer. So part of the best information that comes from this show is from guests who have lived it and it's in their bones and they get a chance to share it. And it's just my favorite. He's the co-founder of Radiant Pain Relief Centers, along with his other co-founder, Dr. David Farley, who is a Harvard MIT trained physician. So we're going to talk more about that. And he's also then the co-author of the Amazon best-selling book, Radiant Relief, a case for a better solution to chronic pain. And actually that book got from Inc. Magazine um, a testimonial of a manifesto and an epic example of how to create a movement when it comes to chronic pain. So welcome, Brendan, to the show. Thank you, Holly. Pleased to be here. Thank you for your, your interest in that. Yeah, well, thank you, because this is really important. I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about the opioid crisis and epidemic because we do have one and guests like you and people like you and authors like you and partners like you help people understand that there are different ways. So tell me a little bit about how you yourself became a chronic pain sufferer. Well, you know, it's, it's an interesting story, but I've had chronic pain in my low back since I was a teenager and, you know, otherwise very fit and healthy and nobody can fully explain why I was having this, this pain. Uh, I have an uncle that was a chiropractor. I grew up with chiropractic care when you get regular adjustments. And uh, he thought maybe I had scoliosis. I saw an orthopedic doctor in my early 20s who who said maybe scoliosis or something else going on. We'll watch it, but maybe at some point we'd want to surgically implant rods in your back. Um, oh. The pain doctors wanted to give me injections and medicine and eventually cut me open and, you know, try to address it at the tissue side. And, uh, you know, the science of pain has changed so much, and we now know that, that pain is a product, a phenomenon of the brain experienced in the tissue. And so, you know, flash forward now 20 years or so into what we do now, and we now understand that my pain is, um, it, it's an adaptation that's going on in my body, uh, and pain is the experience, but it's a product of the brain. And so we can talk more about that. It's pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. So from, I guess, the neuroscience perspective, uh, you're saying that the, the, the research and the science has made it clear that all pain comes from the brain and not the tissue, which I think some people might be scratching their head, um, who are actually living yeah, with chronic yeah. pain in their right. lower back or from their tight calves or in their, you know, IT band or et cetera. So, well, interesting. So how would you then quantify or just even define what is pain? What is acute versus chronic? Yeah, excellent. So, so pain is a, a, uh, a, a product of the brain, again, a phenomenon created in the brain that is protective and productive in nature, typically, especially in, in acute pain. It alerts us of a problem. It, it allows us to, you know, notice something is not right so that we can seek attention and we can learn from that. We can become safer. And so the nervous system generates that pain phenomenon as a protective function. However, in chronic pain, it's really no longer a protective function. Uh, it's really frankly probably just a, a pain. And it and that pain phenomena, when it persists longer than is appropriate, as it does in chronic pain, really interferes with our ability to function and to move and for the body to heal and normalize the best that it might otherwise be able to do. But because we experience it in the tissue, industry's been born around approaching therapies that just address the tissue when that may not really be the problem anymore and likely isn't, frankly, or a drug which 
as you mentioned, is, uh, you know, very addictive in many cases or has a lot of side effects and, as you said, is a slippery slope. And we had 72,000 people die in 2017 here in the United States because of opioid overdoses. So, <sighs> and the, you know, the epidemic is out of control. So it's definitely time for a safer, better solution, and that starts with better science and better understanding about the true nature of pain. So, you know, why is it so complicated? I mean, you talk about understanding the true nature of pain. Um, yeah. It's a big problem, um, obviously. Uh, and so, so yeah, why is it so complicated? Well, it's complicated because, uh, it, you know, when you understand the most recent pain science, the fact that it's from the brain and that when it becomes chronic, it's multifactorial. There's a lot of reasons why the brain kind of locks onto this pain messaging and kind of essentially becomes wired to expect and perpetuate this pain phenomenon, again, really regardless of what's going on in the tissue. Uh, it's multifactorial. But it becomes more complicated because um, we hate pain, even though every every single person experiences it. So the easy thing to do and what most of us do is to pop a pill. And that could be an over-the-counter pill or it can be a prescribed medication. And it, in both cases, they're effective at reducing the pain experience in the short term, but inevitably long term, they make us more complicated. You know, even the over-the-counter medications are now pretty pretty commonly understood to cause um, kidney dysfunction and liver dysfunction and disrupt gut gut flora and you know potentially lead to leaky gut and other health complications. And the over and the prescribed medications, whether they're an opioid narcotic type drug or they're a neuroleptic or anticonvulsant drug like Lyrica or Gabapentin, these are changing the entire chemistry of the body and they can result in you know significant side effects. And so when people have been in chronic pain for years or decades you know, they hurt, obviously, so they're moving less than they otherwise would, which probably is causing them to gain weight. Their sleep is likely chronically disrupted, and that has, you know, significant ramifications for other comorbidities or health problems to begin to develop. And then the side effects of these medications can make all of those things actually worse. So it's an effective short-term solution, but inevitably, if someone's been in pain for years or decades, and especially they've been on these types of medications, you know, they they end up getting, uh, you know, other factors that make that pain phenomenon worse and that really make, you know, living a healthy, productive, you know, enjoyable life even more complicated. And so, again, I think it, the important thing is to understand pain. Why is the body telling us that we have pain? Get to the root of that and then address it and resolve it in a safer way than just, you know, chronically popping pills. Yeah, because I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. I have to tell you quickly about this one case that I have in my practice. Get this. So this was a, a 17 year old went to a cheerleading safety camp. Okay. A cheerleading safety camp. And at the cheerleading, at the cheerleading safety camp, um, they were doing, I think they call them throws. Um, and she was not caught and suffered a spinal cord injury because of it. And unfortunately it was her best friend that didn't catch her. Um, oh, wow. so chronic pain, uh, in a chair for the last, uh, 10 years and then in, you know, it's a tremendous amount of meds. And when I see her and, and we're, we're doing a lot of work and she's off of all of her medications, but she, the breakthrough pain and the rebound pain based on the chronic use of the medications, not to mention all the side effects, the constipation, uh, her, her cognitive decline, et cetera. Um, but it was just, yeah. I mean, talk about complicated and then just to rewind that and, and understand how we can have her brain experience this differently. It's been, um, it's been extensive, but I love that you say, Hey, you know, the easiest thing to do is take a pill because I say this and I shout this from the top of the mountain all the time here, take this as easy medicine. Um, but it's not curative and usually outcomes are pretty darn poor and the risk benefit ratio is usually not in the benefit column. So, um, I appreciate you uh, expounding on that. So what is the radiant approach? You know, talk, talk to me about that. 
Yeah. So the radiant approach is we have an FDA cleared technology that is kind of the core aspect of what we do. And because it's technology based, it becomes very consistent and very replicable and thereby uh, very scalable. And that's our vision is to scale up and build radiant pain relief centers across the country and strategically throughout the world based around this technology. And what it does is it essentially acts like an artificial nerve. It generates a dynamic set of artificial nerve impulses that mimic endogenous or natural no pain nerve signaling in the body. We attach electrodes on the skin in proximity to the pain, but uh, in healthy tissue that's not painful. So that's that's unlike other electrical stimulation therapies that really kind of mask the pain at the t- at the painful site. So we're we're essentially bracketing the pain or hopping in line between the brain and where the pain is experienced. We turn the device on and it transmits transmits a dynamic set of artificial nerve impulses that give the brain a sense of calm and a sense of ease, and it allows the the brain to relax about this kind of perpetual pain experience that it's generating. The messaging is dynamic and changing, and that's important because if it was static in time, probably the brain would start to ignore it, say, yeah, I've heard this before, background noise, and start to dismiss it, and the efficacy would wane. But because it's dynamic and changing, the brain is forced to work to interpret that, and that causes a neuroplastic change or the brain's ability to learn and to remodel. And essentially what we're doing is through a series of treatments, uh, and neuroplasticity, restoring the brain back to a more normal perception of pain um, as it creates new neural pathways and kind of a normalized pain experience. And then the body then reacts to that. And so we get relief that becomes durable or lasting for extended periods of time up to including indefinite, depending on the type of pain the person's experiencing, without drugs, without needles, without surgery, and without all these complications or risks that happen. The other thing that we do is educate each of our clients about the neuroscience of pain. And we help them uh, with that education, obviously getting them out of the urgency of discomfort through our therapy, and then um, and then working with them towards uh, identifying the goal, you know, goals and, you know, things that bring them joy and then make them feel connected and make them feel fully human and alive again because pain in, in almost every case has started to rob them, in some cases significantly from those things. And so it's a combination of factors, but it's anchored around this technology that's so quite remarkable. Wow. So now, is this something that folks can do remotely? What's the experience like? Unfortunately, it's not something that that can be done remotely. It's done in clinic, and we're building clinics around this technology. Um, but it, it the the experience is, you know, they come into a clinic typically for about an hour, uh, and in most cases, it's a daily session for an hour for two or three weeks. And as they're exposed to that repetition over that few weeks of time, um, then the brain goes through this neuroplastic change, and they'll then have relief that becomes lasting for several weeks or several months, and in some cases indefinitely. In most cases, clients will need to come back periodically for what we call a booster session, which is like a refresher course to reinforce the neuroplastic change. You know, if you think about learning how to speak Spanish or how to ride a bicycle or do algebra, you can't sit in the classroom one time and learn it. It's really a process of repetition and exposure. And then if you don't practice that, you might start to lose it and the brain may go back to kind of old patterns. And so, uh, the periodic boosters are often necessary. So we spelled on an annual membership and clients have access to it throughout the year as they need. And uh, because it's um, typically paid for on the annual basis, they have access to it, you know, throughout the year and the cost is, is spread out over the year's time, making it much more affordable despite a lack of insurance coverage. Wow. All right. So you've got this, this company, what's the vision for the company then? And then um, when, and then also about your book, tell me about the book and, and it, you know, obviously because I'm thinking about all my patients that I just want to, you know, tell tell them all about you and the centers. Um, what will people gain from actually then reading the book? Uh, I, I'm assuming that knowledge is power and knowledge about somebody's pain, like self-knowledge is superpower. 
And when understanding perhaps that, you know, there is neuroplasticity that's involved and chronic pain, as you say, uh, comes from the brain, not the tissue. And so that awareness probably opens up, uh, you know, it's a game changer for some folks. But yeah, the book and the vision of your company. Tell me about it. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you. So the book, obviously, you know, we're building clinics, which takes time and takes money and takes hiring people. And so there's there's a lag in our ability to be able to deliver that through through clinics across the country and throughout the world, that takes some time. So, but we wanted to enter the conversation. We wanted to educate people, including clinicians as well as consumers, and we wanted to create a, a sense of hope that new therapy is coming and new options are, are are becoming available. You know, most of us haven't heard about the neuroscience of pain. We don't experience it that way. And you know, if you tell somebody who is hurting that their pain that they feel in their hip or knee or back or wherever is from their brain, it's easy to say, well, that's not true because I feel it here in this part of my body. So there's a level of education that has to kind of precede our ability to really make inroads in the market and help people. You know, uh, similar to that, most clinicians, most professional clinicians, medical doctors and, and such are trained in what's called the gate control theory of pain, which is pain science from the 1960s. And so they lag behind and industry has kind of been born around these therapies, you know. Uh, and so nobody really wants to disrupt themselves either. So our vision we use the book as a tool for education, and we just began a campaign to give the book away. You just pay $7 for shipping, and I'm happy to offer it to your listeners for free as a digital download as well. But, you know, the book is intended to create a conversation and to educate people about us, and our vision is to build these clinics, again, throughout the United States, North America, and strategically throughout the world. And rather than selling a device to a doctor and telling that doctor, good luck, figure it out, our business right. model is to allow doctors to partner with us and, you know, have a piece of participation in that local center that we then operate on their behalf. So it's passive. They keep doing what they're experts in and, and get paid for to do. And uh, and then we are able to deliver this therapy in, in our centers that are, you know, spa-like and comfortable and, you know, kind of a nice experience for our clients. Nice. All right. Wonderful. All right. So how then um, can people learn more? And where, so I know that you have a clinic in Portland, Oregon, correct? That's correct. Yeah, we have one in Portland. We're uh, going to be opening one in Boston here in the next probably 90 to 120 days. Um, Southern California likely after that. And then uh, as we continue to raise money, we're just going to accelerate growth throughout the uh, throughout the world. And we just filed with the Security and Exchange Commission with the SEC uh, to begin what's called a Regulation A plus crowdfunded public offering. So this allows anybody for whom chronic pain and the opioid addiction epidemic are of concern and of interest allows anybody to invest as little as, you know, $500, and essentially it works like crowdfunding. And so we can aggregate capital from from people for whom this is a relevant issue. We can create fans, we can create partnerships, we can create interest, and not be diluted by some venture capital firm that wants to control how we do it. And so that we think that's a smart way to, to you know, to grow the company. So we've just begun that, and um, if anybody's interested as a potential pain sufferer or as a medical professional or is interested in the investment opportunity, um, they can visit radiantrelief.com and you know, sign up and let us know how they, how, what, what kind of information they'd like, and we'll be in touch with them uh, appropriately. Wow, you've got a lot going on, and I think this is an incredible service, and I can't wait to see you grow and prosper um, because, I mean, I think that you're solving quite a bit for folks, uh, not only probably hopefully derailing when somebody gets into condition of chronic pain, a potential, as you and I have said, slippery slope and down the rabbit hole of a whole heck of a lot of other problems with uh, here, take this approach as far as medication is concerned. Um, but also just pain relief, 
awareness, knowledge, and a better quality of life for folks that suffer so much from chronic pain. So thank you so much for what you do. Once again, folks, just reach out. Um, you got a free book coming at you. If you can just go to radiantrelief.com. And um, I just went to the website and I was understanding that there's a whole heck of a lot of um, resources and for doctors, for patients, for everybody. And then uh, Brendan, just please, we'll keep in touch. And I want to see you grow. And once you get down here in Southern California, I'll, I'll fill up your clinic for you. I promise. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Holly. I appreciate it. And it is life changing. And you know, the nice thing about what we do is, um, you know, we're not just able to ease suffering in such an effective and safe way, but we see our clients really make such really significant strides in re- restoring life and function and joy and connection back in their lives because they, they get out of pain. They have better mental clarity getting off of the medications. They start to become empowered through this. They, they get motivated to eat better, to move better, to think better, to surround themselves in better environments. And, you know, it, it's just a beautiful thing to be a part of. And I appreciate the opportunity to, to chat about it. Yeah, you bet. All right, mindful listeners, there you are. So it's radiantrelief.com, uh, free book coming at you, downloadable. And we're going to see you next time. Thanks so much.